Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God is good all the time. I got some things on my heart I want to share with you. Misty's got something for the children, so you can, you little ones can go with her. Hallelujah. We have been talking about the the return of the Lord, and if you read the New Testament, which uh, which I do, I recommend I read in the New Testament uh, ten times to one what I read in the Old Testament. I read the Old Testament, and I study in the Old Testament as the Lord leads me, and and. Uh, uh, but the, the New Testament, especially the epistles, are where we live. That's the same dispensation that we live in. And it's for us today. There are those who would call themselves cessationalists that believe all the miracles passed away. And, and uh, uh, they think if anybody gets healed, then it must have been the devil because the devil will... We'll, we'll do healings to lie in signs and wonders to deceive the, even the very elect. So uh, there's all kinds of stuff being taught, but if we rightly divide the scriptures, uh, there are answers. And, and no man is an island. Uh, no man, the scriptures aren't of any private interpretation, but we're to rightly divide the word of truth, studying to show ourselves approved, and let the Holy Ghost lead us and help us and teach us so we can get understanding uh, on how uh, what he has for us in uh, his, his, his wonderful kingdom and this so great salvation that he's given to us. Anybody can look around uh, at creation, some of, the, some of the sunsets and sunrises that we've had lately. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if they used to not be that pretty if all of a sudden last uh, year or two they're getting prettier because we're getting closer, I just never paid any attention. But some of it is so beautiful, so such masterpieces. You know, how can you deny a God? How can you say that that just happened? And then you see all the, the beauty of God's creation and even the, 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 the complexity of animals and then the most complex animal of all, the human being. And... and uh, that all just didn't happen. It just didn't crawl up out of a tadpole, didn't crawl out of a mud hole and become us. Become a monkey and then become us. It didn't happen. That, you know, and that, that's a theory, theory of evolution that they're trying to teach. Any, anything to get away from God and God's Word. Amen. Hallelujah. And moral absolutes. There is right and there is wrong. And I'm just going to go ahead and say it even though the world doesn't believe it. Most people don't believe it. If it was a sin in 1950 or 1940, it's probably still a sin today. We just don't call it a sin. Amen. You used to, you know, if, if, if you run around with a saloon girl, you know, when Festus, you know, if, if, if you was doing something you wasn't supposed to do, it was sin. And you was a sinner. Amen. Christians didn't do that. It was sin. Amen. But now, well, we're, not, we're just not going to talk about it. You know, well, it's still sin. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's still sin. Praise God. 
I ain't, I ain't trying to be mean or nothing. But uh, we love what the Word of God says. Amen. Amen. Heaven and earth will pass away, but not one jot or tittle of this Word will ever pass away. So look, look with me at 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 1. 1 Corinthians and verse 9. One little, one little verse right here I want to discuss on just a minute. Call your attention to, and it says, God is faithful, and He is, praise God. God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Well, this is the epistles. This is the, written by the Apostle Paul as the Holy Ghost helped him. In this dispensation in, in which we lived, it was true when he wrote this 2,000 years ago, we are called by faithful God into fellowship with his Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Fellowship is, is uh, uh, one Brother Clifton said, two fellows in a ship. <laughs> Amen. It's, it's being friends. Amen. Being close. Amen. Having something to do with each other. Amen. Some, some churches are called fellowship, where we get in there and, and worship together and, and uh, rub elbows and, and uh, we're part of each other's lives. Amen. We're involved. So we're, we're called to be involved with Jesus. Amen. We're called to fellowship with Him. Uh, one, one thought we can have right here. Uh, here sets Bethany. Dylan is on a, a, a vacation trip with some of his friends, whitewater rafting. Uh, but here's Bethany, my offspring, uh, my middle child. She was born to me, and uh, she's my daughter. Our legal relationship is, is father and daughter. Amen. So, uh, uh, child and parent. So, we're, that, that's related. I'll always be her daddy. Amen. She'll always be my little girl. Or not, not little. She's, she'll always be my daughter. Very proud of her. Amen. Uh, and uh, now Tiff is my other daughter, and she's in Bowling Green. They're doing the work in Bowling Green. Well, uh, she's my daughter. She's not here. And now, uh, before Bethany leaves tonight, I'll pat on my grandbabies and hug on them, and I will talk to her. I will communicate with her. That's fellowship. Amen. Now, I can't fellowship with Tiff tonight. I can't fellowship with Dylan tonight. They're my children, too. Amen. But I can fellowship with her because she's here. Amen. Do you understand? We're not just called to be the sons of God. Amen. We're called to fellowship with God. We're called to interact with God. We're called to know God. I heard a lady today, and I thought it was brilliant, the, the way she, she, was, she was talking about she was talking about political things but she said the born again Christians she made a distinction she said that the Christians who are born again we need to start acting like it <laughs> amen we need to start being doers of the word and, and, and get involved and do the things the word calls if we're born again if we know God if we're his offspring amen and we are his offspring and, but, but we can have fellowship with Him that helps us to do the will of God. So we're called to walk with Him. We're called to know Him, not know about Him. Lots of people know about Him, but we're called to know Him. We're called to communicate with Him. you understand where I'm going, what I'm trying to say? That's our highest calling. We are called into fellowship. Glory to God. Now, let's look at Ephesians chapter 2. Uh, this, this passage we 
read a lot around here. Ephesians is, is, is uh, uh, one of my very, very favorites. It says in verse 1, And you he made, who, uh, he made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath just as the others. And before we knew God, we were just like the rest of them. But God, who is rich in mercy, before we got born again, praise God, but God, who is rich in mercy because of His great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you've been saved, and has raised us up together, and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come He might show the exceeding riches of His grace and His kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you've been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for, for good works, which God prepared beforehand uh, that we should walk in them. Praise God. So, uh, salvation's a gift. We, we, we didn't earn it. You can't earn it. Amen. Some people, some religions try to earn it, keep all of our rules. In some way or another, we let that slip because we were losing the relationship and the fellowship. Uh, we, we got more involved in rules and regulations. And, and uh, uh, even in religion or even in Christianity, it got religious and got legalistic. And, and, and uh, it's not all, the, the track record's not always perfect, amen, because it's human beings. Amen. We're, we serve a living God, but we're not gods. And we sin and come short and we've missed it. But the Holy Ghost will help keep us on track if we let Him. Amen. And I believe Jesus is coming soon. And I believe the Spirit of God is working uh, on believers all over the world, and especially in this country. And I think we're going to see some great and mighty things. Amen. Amen. But it says, We are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. You know, there, there is a, a lot of grace teaching going on, and I, 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 I got a big revelation of grace that totally changed my life, and I guess I will always be a grace teacher. Amen. I'm word and spirit. Amen. But I'm saved by grace, and I thank God for grace, and I thank God for the revelation I have of the grace of God. Amen. And I know I can't work my way into salvation. And uh, I'm human, and I do come up short sometimes. And that grace covers me. And that grace gets me back up. Amen. I, don't just, I just don't just quit trying because I, I got grace. Amen. No one. I'm, I still want to please Him. I love Him. And, ain't, can't nobody do me like Jesus. Nobody ever has. I love Him. I want to please Him. Amen. So, you know... Grace is not a license to sin. Grace is the strength to keep you from sinning and to get you over sin and, and, and to help you overcome it. So, uh, and there's some people that, that get, get off on that, that area and, and they think that once you've been born again, it doesn't matter what you do, you're still going to be saved. Well, you, you've, you've, you've gotten out of fellowship just like Tiffany. Amen. Now, I talked to her on the phone yesterday. 
Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we're in fellowship. <laughs> Amen. We're, we're still in fellowship. And uh, praise God. But uh, we'll, we'll, we won't be, never be out of relationship. Amen. Hallelujah. But there's a lot of Christians that are way far off. Amen. Now, if, if I had something important, I could tell Bethany tonight. If I had a big secret or big something, big good news to tell. Amen. Uh, I could tell her tonight because she's here and we're in fellowship. Amen. But, you know, uh, as far as personal talking, I couldn't tell Tiffany or Dylan. You understand what I'm saying. We're called to fellowship. We're called to stay close. And God's not running from you. Amen. And God's not saying, no, you're not good enough. Amen. No, you're not spiritual enough. No, I ain't talking to you. I'm going to snob you. No, he's, he don't do that. Amen. If you're not close to him. Now, the devil will try to tell you that. The devil might try to tell you that, but that's a lie, and that's where you need to know the Word of God. Amen, and stay close to Him, because He loves you, and He's only going to do you good. Now, I said Sunday, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about some prophecies tonight and, and, and talk about that. Uh, but before we do, I said Sunday, and, and uh, I talked even, uh, I think, the Wednesday night before that about... Uh, Peter said that in the last days there would be scoffers who, who mock us. Amen. And, and of those who they say, where is this coming? Where is the Lord coming? And I don't know if you know it right now, but uh, uh, there are two sides of the abortion issue right now. And, and uh, uh, one side is very violent. And very vicious right now, and and uh, even so much that some people were given a bounty if they would tell a certain group where some of the Supreme Court justices were, so they could go harass them or maybe hurt them. And they did, you know, that that is not America. That is not how it's supposed to work. If somebody votes or says something we don't like, well, we're gonna kill them. You know, that's heathen as it can be. That's as heathen as can be, and so that, 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 need I say any more, those people are heathens. Those people, I'll never forget it. It, it, it. it did something to me. I watched this political party's national convention a couple years ago. It was an election year, it was a presidential election year, and they were talking about how New York State had passed the third trimester where it was all right to have to even after the baby, if the baby was born alive, to kill it. And, and they made that announcement, and the people got to cheering. They got to cheering and celebrating and dancing and jumping up and down. And it was vicious. It was, it was, it was horrific. Amen. It's more than, well, what if some poor child gets attacked by incest and, and, and something unfortunate like that happens and, and that's not what this is all about uh, and, and, and then how many remembers uh, some way or another the, the really good news disappears the really good evidence just seems to disappear do you, do you remember the, the interviews that they, they had of a, somebody who worked for the abortion industry talking about buying baby parts do y'all remember those I saw those movies I saw how they talked and how cold and calculated, and it was all about money, and it was just so cold-blooded. They didn't think nobody was ever going to see that. 
and I don't know, maybe they shouldn't have, but it was, it was, it was, there's a lot of money involved in everything. Amen. I don't know if you know this or understand it, but for some reason, there's a lot of tree huggers that got a lot of money that believe in this global warming stuff, and they've got a lot of money tied up some, some way or another, even so that the president bows down to them. So instead of drilling more oil, there's, there's enough oil in four or five counties in Texas to run the country. But instead of saying, let's get some oil from Texas, he's going to Saudi Arabia now to beg them to give us more oil. You know. Because somebody with money is, is uh, uh, you know, there, there's some messed up stuff. There's just some messed up stuff. So, uh, but there are those that are scoffering. Then I read a scripture, uh, I think it was in James, that, that described them, how, how cold they are, and they're just after their own lusts, and they, they're, 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 there's nothing godly about them. Amen. And, and uh, uh, I, I want to tell you the, the root of all of it, and I just wish believers, I just wish born-again Christians would listen. Amen. All this weirdness that's going on, this gender stuff, uh, and calling, calling people homophobics and hate mongers because we don't understand the gender, gender identity and, and just making, making such a big deal out of, you know, if, they want, if people want to be weird, they can be weird. You know, uh, we're, we're not trying to stop them. We're not running them down and hunting them down. We don't care. Amen. But why, why is it just, you know, I posted on Facebook, you know, uh, little children don't want to want a drag queen reading them weird stories. Amen. But, but for some reason, drag, queen, drag queens want to have an audience with little children. Well, listen here. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Wiles means strategies. So we're, we're to be strong in the Lord. This is the epistles again. This is where we live. This is how we're supposed to live. This is instructions for us. This isn't for people way back then. This is right now. This is us right now. Be strong in the Lord. Don't be a bunch of sissies that won't stand up for nothing that cow down to everything, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. and Put on the whole armor of God like, like warriors. We're like warriors, amen? Who wore, who wore armor? People who are going out to fight. Amen, riot gear. Amen, it's war. Now listen, I'm not done. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. See, they're not my enemy. They're not the problem, but I'm getting ready to tell you what's going on. Any born-again believer ought to see this and ought to understand this and start praying and start fighting for our country on our knees. Amen, because we've been given authority to pray and believe God. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. And there are such a thing as devils and demons. And we're going to read it right here. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. So, so here we have principalities, 
against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. These are demonic forces that are controlling these things. And, and for some reason, we just, we just don't get it and understand. The only reason that a man loves another man is because there's a demonic influence. The only reason that a man would want to harm a child is because there's a demonic influence. Something's not right. And, and vice versa, all the perversion is demonic. Right here it is in the Bible. Are we ashamed of God? Are we ashamed of God's Word? Amen. we we got to be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Therefore, take up uh, the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all, to stand. Amen. And uh, then we, you know, uh, what I want to talk about tonight is the, the, the importance of learning to pray, taking our position in prayer, every one of us. Having a few preachers that know something about prayer and Lynn Hammond, you know, up in Minneapolis and the IHOP people, they got a little prayer group praying 24-7 around the clock. They got people praying. But that's not enough. Every believer, every born-again believer, we need to be fellowshipping with God, not just relationship, but fellowshipping with God and finding out, staying tuned into Him and, and be praying without ceasing. Amen? Believing God. Now, uh, I said I was going to talk about some prophecies. And I want to I say this and, 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 and clarify this for somebody maybe listening and, uh, but, uh, so that we understand uh, there are gifts of the Spirit. It's, it's uh, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And he said, Brethren, concerning spiritual things, I would not have you to be ignorant. And he said, uh, By the same Spirit, uh, there's gifts. Amen. And one of the gifts is prophecy. One of the gifts is the gift of tongues and the gift of interpretation. Those two, uh, interpretation of tongues, those two together are the equivalent of prophecy. There's a gift of discerning of spirits, of healings, of working of miracles, uh, the gift of faith. So these gifts are real and they're for today. They're not in every church, but it's in every Bible. And there's nowhere you can find that these things passed away or that tongues passed away. It's for today. And, and, and look here. If, 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 if it tells us that we need to put on the whole armor of God and be strong because there's principalities and powers and wickedness and everything, we can't be playing church and going through the motions and having a little bless me club. We better get our armor on and get to our battle stations. Amen. I hope somebody just hears me and wakes up and understands why all this weirdness is going on. It's a strategy of, of hell. Amen. And, 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 and then they, Jesus said it, it's going to be, when the Lord returns, it's going to be just like it was in the day of Noah. They're going to be partying and giving in marriage, and, and they're going to be all caught up in their stuff, and they're going to ignore the, ignore the prophet of God, tell them it's getting ready to rain, you need to get on this boat. Because they were so caught up in doing everything that they do. And, and uh, I'm not going to stand in front of God and answer, well, you didn't tell your people. You didn't tell the people. I gave you, I gave you a platform. And you didn't tell them. Amen. No, I'm telling you. Amen. Hallelujah. And I'm going to tell you till Jesus comes. Amen. And I'll, I'll lead you and help you and do everything I can. But, but this is real. This, it's, it's not a little bless me club until Jesus comes. And the sweet by and by, the devil's trying to kill us. And, and uh, uh, 
take a bunch of people to hell with them. And it's our business to see that we get them saved. And if we'll put this armor on uh, and do what the Word of God says and believe the Word of God says, we win. The Bible never promises no problems when you become a believer. But it promises that we can live a lifestyle that overcomes and we have peace and joy in the midst of everything the devil throws our way. And we're blessed. Amen? Because I read that in Ephesians a minute ago. Hallelujah. That he might show the exceeding riches of his, of his grace and his kindness toward us in Jesus Christ. In the midst of all this, we're going to be blessed. We, we, might, we might be warriors, but we're going to be blessed warriors. Amen? <laughs> we're going to be well-off warriors. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, Kenneth E. Hagin, uh, to me, uh, is a very important man. I rededicated my life in uh, about uh, 83. Uh, see, Tiffany was born in, in 82 and uh, uh, the winter and so I went through that year and then the next summer so in the summer of 83 I rededicated my life in the summer of 83 and there was a Christian bookstore in uh, uh, Russell Springs now when I got saved in the tent meeting I found the old Bible that Granny Parnell had bought me and it come from must come from Ben Franklin or Nails Variety in the corner. I, I, you know, it was, it, was one of them, it was one of them dollar Bibles. But it was, it was a big, thick Bible, but the paper wasn't, wasn't real fancy, crinkly, not nice paper like we got now. It, 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 was, it was a Bible. had paper cover that looked like, it's kind of printed on it to look like leather. leather. But it wasn't meant to be, it was just a little award Bible, something like that. And it had been setting for years and years and years. But it was the only Bible I had, so I've, I, you know, it was, it was King James. You had to have King James in that church. Amen. And uh, so I got that, and I started packing that to church, and it wasn't long that it started falling apart. And somebody in the church who recognized that I love God and I love the Bible, he gave me $25 and said, you go to the Bible bookstore. I want to help you get a nice Bible. So I, I found the Bible bookstore, and I went in there with my $25 to to, to get me a Bible, got me a Bible with my name on it. It had, a, it had an imitation leather cover. Amen. And it was nice. It had the outside of the pages painted gold. You know how when you look at it, it's gold and sparkly. It's, it's, it's a nice Bible. It really was. And I, I colored that thing up and marked, oh, I love that Bible. But when I was in that store, I got to talking to the lady, and she could tell right away that I was filled with the Holy Ghost and that I was excited about faith and belief in God. And so she started showing me stuff that I might be interested in, the faith stuff, the good stuff. And she had some tape series. A few, she had a few tape series from Brother Hagen. She had uh, one from Jerry Savelle I got on faith. And she had some books by Brother Hagen and, and different things. So, so I immediately got connected. And then my sister uh, gave me some tapes from him. And, and uh, Mama was somewhat acquainted with, with this ministry. And, you know, the Lord had told Brother Hagin to go teach my people faith and gave him a revelation of faith. And he was, he, was, he was Baptist. He got filled with the Holy Ghost, became Assemblies of God, and pastored in Assemblies of God for 12 years. And then the Lord called him to a field ministry to teach. And, 
and uh, he traveled for a while and would have three three week meetings in Assemblies of God churches and he would go into churches that had uh, 40, 50 people and maybe eight or 10 people, most, mostly ladies that was baptized in the Holy Ghost. And he'd leave those churches after three weeks with 40 or 50 people having the Holy Ghost and the men getting filled with the Holy Ghost. And those churches just grew. Because I mean, the, the, you can say all you want to say. When you can have the Holy Ghost, why don't you just go ahead and get it? Amen, because you need it, and you're going to need it when all these principalities and stuff, when, that's the only way you're going to beat them. You can't outvote them, you, and, 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 t, and, and the media sure not going to deal with them. Amen. We, it's going to take the power of God, and you better get all that you can to deal with this stuff. Amen? Hallelujah. So anyway, Kenneth Hagin was at the top of all that, and, and he rose, and, and uh, ministers were drawn to him because God spoke to him, he had visions where Jesus would appear to him and talk to him. And all these things line up with the Scriptures. I want you to understand the gifts of prophecy. Prophecy's real, but it must line up with Scriptures and agree with Scriptures. Amen? And we judge prophecies. We judge them by Scriptures. But it's real. It's not to be afraid of and avoided. These things have been recorded. I thank God I have these things recorded. I've got them, I've got them on video, and, uh, and uh, I've... I listen to it, and I write them down and type them and save them on my computer. Praise God. Hallelujah. And other people have them in print. Thank God. Amen. That, that, that I can do this. Well, this happened in, in 1981, uh, and he would have prophecies. He'd have great, when, at his meetings, he had all kinds of preachers come. Amen. And when, so when God spoke to him in these meetings, just like Brother Copeland today, God speaks through Brother Copeland today because he's, at that level now, all the, all the word of faith, the, believe, the people that believe God, you know, the, the, a lot of them are already gone, gone home. So this is who we got left. Well, Brother Hagin was the man at that time. And so we listened to him. He's not our God. He's not above the Bible. But what I'm going to read you agrees exactly with the Bible. It just puts a message out there that we can lay a hold of and learn something from. Amen? Get, 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 a, get, a, get a consecrated nugget right here. Amen? So he said this in, in a meeting in, in 1981. The word of the Lord came unto me saying, Some would say, Our church is a singing church. Others would say, Our church is a word church. Some have said, Our church is a power church. But yea, saith the Lord, I am seeking for a praying church. I'm seeking for those that will wait upon me. For you can never sing like you, like you ought to sing until you've waited upon me, saith the Lord of hosts. For you can never praise like you should praise. For you can never really walk in faith to the extent that you should walk in faith until you've waited, until prayer is as much a part of your being as breathing is of your physical man. You can never really enjoy the fullness of the word and the power will never be in full manifestation until you become known as a praying church. Amen? So what kind of church should this be? Should we become? Well, it's important. We need to be a praying church. That's the kind of church he's looking for. We've got to learn to pray. We've hey, we got to be in fellowship as well as relationship and walk, talk to him. Every day, amen, and he will show us how to pray. 
And he, he said, listen, this is how powerful prayer is. No wonder the devil wants us to ignore it. This is what he told us. Ask. Just ask. Ask. And what? You shall receive. You know, not we'll, 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 we'll run it through the committees. No, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. And to everyone that seeks, he finds. Amen. We need to be a praying church, finding out how, what else is going to deal with these principalities and powers. Who's dealing with them? Everybody else is influenced by them and controlled by them. Amen. It's going to take a praying church. It's going to take a praying people. Amen. And, and that's us. And we win. I promise you we win. It's all going to fall in line. It's all going to fall in line. Hallelujah. There's some people say, I don't believe that preacher. Well, that's fine. Some, uh, some of us are going to do it. Amen. And, and you can hide and watch. Maybe, it'll be, maybe you'll be like the, the five wise and the five foolish that I preached about Sunday. You may be foolish and you may not be able to run and get in. Get, get in. If that's your choice, you made it. Amen. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. This one come from 1987. Hallelujah. I just feel like these things will help us. And so I want to bring, I want to bring them out. Amen. And, 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 and it stirs me up. Yeah, I don't know if you can tell it or not, but I'm stirred up. Hallelujah. I want you to be stirred up. There are not only those that are chosen to do the work of God to fulfill His plan and purpose in these last days, but there are those that are chosen as helpers. Those that will stand by. Those that will hold up the hands of those who stand in the forefront. Those that will stand with them not only in prayer, not only in faith, not only with their finances, but some will even stand by them in unison. Because one will put a thousand to flight and two will put ten thousand to flight. And so they shall stand and the work of God shall be consummated. And the plan of God shall be made manifest. And all hell will not be able to withstand the power of God, even uh, though over the onslaught of demons as it, at, at will as never before, and even though there shall be an increased activity of evil spirits in the spirit world, and manifested even in the seen world, Yet they shall not be able to hinder, they shall not be able to retard, they shall not be able to deter, they shall not be able to stand against the power of God. For greater is he that is with us than he that is against us. And if the Lord be for us, who can be against us? Amen. So have an ear to, he to hear. Have an ear to hear, not a natural ear to hear what the world is saying. Not a natural ear to hear what goes forth on the waves of radio and television and on the printed page of the works of the enemy, but have a spiritual ear, an ear of the Spirit, to hear what the Holy Ghost is saying, to hear what the Spirit of God is saying. And remember this, saith the Lord of hosts, that even under the old covenant, the prophets had prophesied concerning the deliverance of Israel from Babylon. But yet the deliverance did not come until Daniel stirred himself up to seek the Lord. So stir yourself up to seek the Lord. And so it shall be uh, that that shall come to pass which the Lord wills in this day, and great shall be the work thereof, and many shall rise up in that day and call you blessed, and it shall be consummated, and the enemy will be put to flight. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. 
So how many sees and understands how important prayer is? Amen. And we're going to fulfill this. We're going to fulfill this. Amen. I've taken, the last several months, I've taken a, a stronger role. Amen. And it's affecting me. Amen. And uh, uh, I believe it's affecting you. And, and we're all going to come up higher. And we're all going to accomplish what we will. Now, uh, there was a brother that spoke at uh, Pastor Nancy Dufresne's uh, Fresh Oil this summer, just a few weeks ago. A brother named uh, Pastor Craig Field from uh, Canada. And uh, I think Pastor Nancy told him at the night service, you're up in the morning. You're preaching in the morning. And so he didn't have a whole lot of time to prepare, but he was prepared because he's preached there before. He's a great preacher. I love to hear him preach. He helps me every time. He gets on my toes, and I have to repent and pray a while, but it winds up changing my life. Amen. And uh, so he, as he was praying, the Lord said, I want to tell you something that I want you to tell. Tell them. He said, I want you to tell them. He said, I want to tell you, you're very important to me. And I want you to tell those preachers, they're very important to me. And he said, even the ones with small churches. He said, you tell them they're very important to me because I can't work like I want to work everywhere. But the ones who will tune in to me, there I can do the work. And so the ones that will tune in are very important, even small churches. And he said, all the people that help them, all the people that with them, they're very important to me. So guess what the Lord's saying to y'all? Amen. And everybody who's part of a church that's going to be yielded to God to do what God wants to do. We don't need no more preachers that know more than God. Amen. We need preachers who know God. We don't need any more preachers that are in relationship. We need preachers that are in fellowship. Amen. Uh, See, so you, you got preachers that are in relationship and they got a book. They got a how-to book. Amen. We don't need that. Amen. He's the how-to. Amen. Acknowledge him in all your ways, and he shall direct thy paths. Amen. Hallelujah. So we're very important. Amen. Not, not that we're getting a big head or anything, and I don't know who else around here fits that, but we fit it. That was for me. When he said that, that was for me. When I heard that, that, did, that just did something. Amen. That helped me. And, I, and, and so I immediately I sent uh, a text to Andrew and Wes. I said, you guys got to listen to this because you're important. You're important. Amen. We got to understand that we're important. Amen. It's, it's, it's not for nothing. Sometimes the devil wants to make it look like it's for nothing. But this is one of the places. It's going to be a glorious church. It's going to be a glorious church. He's coming back for a glorious church. Not having a wrinkle, spot, or blemish. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. How about another one? And the work and the will of God will be made manifest. Hallelujah. Praise God. And it shall come to pass in these last days, the days just before the coming of the Son of Man, yea, in the last days before the awful conflict uh, that you can see the beginnings of now. That was in 83. You can see the beginning of it now. So what can we see? We're, we're ankle deep at least in it. There in the country of Israel and Lebanon and all of that part of the country, the beginning of all those things that the Scripture said are coming. But yea, saith the Lord of hosts, before that day shall come and nations shall meet uh, in the battle of Armageddon, there is coming a revival into this earth. 
greater revival than what you've seen, greater revival than what you've read about in the days that's gone by. Oh yes, it'll include everything that I've done in the past, saith the Lord. For everything that I've ever done, I'm still doing, and I'm still saving and baptizing and healing people. And it'll include all of them put together. Plus, plus, a fresh anointing, a fresh anointing, a fresh anointing, a fresh anointing, a fresh anointing. He was very excited, you can tell. A fresh anointing, a fresh anointing, a fresh anointing, a fresh anointing, a fresh anointing to stand in the office of prophet, the prophet, a fresh anointing to stand in the office of an apostle, a missionary sent one. A special anointing to stand in the office of evangelist. A fresh anointing to stand in the office of pastor. A fresh anointing to stand in the office of teacher. A fresh anointing to stand in the office of priest. Every believer stands in the... Let me start Say that again. Every believer stands in the office of priest. Amen. To pray and to intercede. A fresh anointing to stand in the office of king. Every believer is to stand in the office of king, for it is written that they shall rule and reign in life as kings by Christ Jesus. A fresh anointing for every believer. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. I believe it. I believe these things are written down and recorded for us to stir up our pure minds. He told Timothy, amen, to, to, to encourage himself by the prophecies that went over him before. Amen. The things that were spoken by these prophecies to wage a good warfare. You can use the prophecy spoken to beat the devil. Amen. You know, I, I was on an airplane one time and it was a little bit turbulent and some people were scared. I, it was a mission trip. And, and uh, I just had got the revelation. You know, I, I just had got the revelation of covenant and the revelation of grace. And I was going on that mission trip because I love God not to try to get God to love me. And I, I, was just full, I was just full of God, and I would start talking, and even the stewardesses and stuff, people three or four rows around me would listen. And I had a captive, captivative uh, audience, praise God. Amen. And, and so I said, this plane is not going down because there is unfulfilled prophecy in my life. I said, I know we're going to the other side. I know I'm going home. Amen. There's unfulfilled prophecy in my life. There's stuff that hadn't happened yet. So there's still, stuff, there's still some stuff that hadn't happened yet. But we're running out. Amen. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I, I, I promise you. Amen. Don't grow weary in well-doing. For in due time Amen. thou shalt reap if you don't faint. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that your word is forever settled in heaven. And we thank you for prophetic utterances that agree and line up with your word, that bear witness with your spirit. These things are true. These things are right. These things line up with your word. And we receive encouragement from them. And our faith is stirred. And we're doers of the word of God. And we receive the challenge. We are called to fellowship. Glory to God. And we're not going to forget that. We're not going to forsake that. We love you, Lord. Help us. Any, any weight, anything that hinders these things, uh, we ask you to, to help us be delivered from them. Lay aside every weight and sin which does so easily beset us that we might run with patient endurance the race that is set before us. Lord, we give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. We're not just hearers of your word, but we're doers of your word, Lord. We give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. And all God's children said, 
Amen and amen. God bless you. You're dismissed. Hallelujah.